get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Episode number 13. Should this be our lucky number? Well, I think the last one was actually our lucky <laughs> yeah, number. Yeah, actually the last one was our lucky number. Uh, yeah, welcome to the Wisdom Podcast. Uh, and we're coming off a, a really good week for plays for last week. Um, last episode got... It's almost up to 700 plays. And to put that in perspective, like our now second most played episode... Episode number seven has close to five hundred plays. It's in the high. No, wait, no, it's in the low fours. It's in the four hundred. Four hundred something. And uh, that was episode seven, so it's been six weeks, and it's at four hundred something plays and three downloads. And last week's episode is at almost seven hundred plays and over a hundred downloads in less than a week. So we're kind of like taken aback by how popular the last episode has been, but. And to give mad grateful, yeah, absolutely. Um, and give kind of perspective. Uh, most of our episodes have been getting around like a hundred plays, two hundred if it's if it's you know going good, uh, so forth. So that's been kind of cool, you know, just as far as we're starting off. But to get that many plays, I'm definitely grateful for everybody who's listened, shared, you know, our our many pages, Tumblr. Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, SoundCloud, yeah, we iTunes. Got a few. Yeah, we got a few. But uh, like, so, yeah, it's, it's crazy how many how many plays that shit has got, man. Like to have almost seven hundred in a week. And honestly, it's it's it will have been a week. I post I post a Monday morning. By tomorrow morning, it'll probably be at seven hundred. So seven hundred in a week, seven hundred plays, and over a hundred downloads. When like episode seven has three. It's it's been crazy. Like so yeah, we're definitely grateful and appreciative of everybody who's like listened, uh supported, shared, particularly anything that has to do with iTunes. So if you've uh subscribed or rated or left well, we only have one comment on iTunes, so shout out Bria for the one comment. But uh <laughs> Yeah, well, anything you do involving iTunes is you got, what you, we need. If you so. use a fuck ass iPhone and <laughs> Go to iTunes and, and leave comments and shit. Get iTunes. You don't have to have an iPhone. Get get iTunes. Put it on your desktop or your laptop, whatever your computer is. Get iTunes. Put it on there and rate, subscribe. So comment, I don't. I, don't I could just if I have iTunes on my computer, I could just go there and rate it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! I did it. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. We have iTunes on our. Yeah, on our you don't have to be an so. Apple an Apple person to. Uh, support on iTunes, so well, that's fucking great, man. Yeah, so we need as much love on iTunes as possible, and the one hundred, however one hundred something downloads that we have for the last episode, that's all iTunes shit. iTunes generally, you subscribe to a podcast and it, it downloads if you're on Wi-Fi, and if you stream, it actually warns you like this is gonna eat up a lot of your data. So, so download the shit. But yeah. I guess that's what people are doing. That is apparently what's that's what's happening. So we appreciate the love. It's it's 
I sound way calmer about it than I am, but I'm very I'm very happy and pleased about it. I am the, uh, very pleased about you listening and downloading yeah. our podcast. Um So yeah, so we have a bunch of we have a bunch of shit we want to t- touch on, which is funny because we had nothing when we got here. But in, in the last <laughs> couple of hours, we've been sitting here randomly smoking cigars and drinking. Speaking of uh, cigars, uh, our friend Chris, aka One Shot, who just left, he brought uh, he brought cigars and guns, and uh, the cigar that he brought is like a Gurkha. Let me look at the wrapper, a Gurkha Cellar Reserve, aged fifteen years. And in the cigar group that we're in on Facebook, Gurkha, Gurkha brand cigars get dogged out. All the time. I all just, the I, time for I, having I, bad construction. And the, the cigar he brought us, it had bad construction. Like, it, it was falling apart uh, midway through for, for for all of us. But it's a phenomenal smoke. It was a great it was cigar. Like a, it was like a, a bad burrito wrap up or some <laughs> shit. It, it was. It started tearing up. But the thing he had, I had seen him earlier in the week and he had that cigar and he was smoking it. And you know, the, uh, even before he lit it, you know the aroma smelled really good, and even even the um, the smoke from it, you know. So I was like, cool. And then somehow he wanted to come by. I'm like, yeah, bring them bitches. Yeah. Um, so he I'm, says he says he got a deal on them or whatever. So I might like, get more. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, our non-sponsored uh, beverage today is Seagram Seven and Seven Up. I actually get this a lot at bars and shit. Nice little Seven and Seven going on. So, yeah. yeah, the the Gurkha cigar was great. Like it was a really good cigar. I'm I'm very pleased with it, except the fact that it was falling apart. If it wasn't falling apart and poorly constructed and wrapped, that would be it. Be the it's, cigar. It's, it's it's a top five joint. So we mentioned that you know he came with cigars and guns. Uh, we're gone. He Chris is an avid gun uh, supporter and so forth. I don't and I'm. Although I don't have a gun, I've never owned a gun. I've maybe shot one or two, but I've always wanted to get my uh, carrying permit. And you know, and I think now, you know, being at home and having family and shit, wanted to be able to like have a you know protection and stuff and so forth because it's just crazy. Um, you, you ever had those legs? No, it's Chris left. Cheddar and sour cream lays on the on the table, and now I'm kind of curious. Those are good. That's what we that's what we had in the house. Those are good. I love those. Yeah, pretty good. But yeah. Um, what, what were you saying? Guns and shit. oh yeah, guns. Shit, yeah, shit's wild. Um, it's like I was. I, I've never been against guns, but I've always felt that some people just. I just felt that everybody shouldn't have a. Everybody. I used to feel that everybody shouldn't have a gun. Because I don't think a lot of people are educated on guns and, you know, people go just straight wild (laughs) shooting up motherfuckers and all this other crazy shit. But I'm really strong with the whole home protection piece or just protecting myself, period. Like, you know, you you go to the gas station at night and, you know, you're wondering, like, man, if a nigga go get you or some crazy shit sometime. Um... But I don't know. I I, I think I want to get one. I, I'm I've been thinking about probably sometime next year or something. I think I'm going to apply to get my carrying permit. Yeah, I'm, I'm very on the fence about it. I feel like we're kind of like with what's going on in New York, what's been going on in Chicago, what goes on here. It feels like almost like we're at war with like everybody who ain't black. And 
a part of me wants to have protection because I feel like not having a gun, I kind of feel like I'm bringing a knife to a gunfight. Like, I feel like I'm just unprepared. Everybody else has a gun, and we're getting killed for no fucking reason at this point. So it's like, I, I, I want to have a gun. I want to get my my uh, concealed uh, carrying permit. But at the same time, I don't really trust myself to have one. Because I know my temper is crazy. Like, I, I'm mad, like, calm, relaxed. I'm, I'm a pretty friendly person. But I have a crazy temper. And I have no patience. And I can see myself having a gun. You think you'd be like a red light and shit, nigga blowing at you? Like, exactly. That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> Somebody would be honking at me or do some. Well, nobody would honk at me because I'm too, I'm too on the move when I'm driving that I don't bullshit. But like, I'd be the per, the person who's not moving, the person who's in front of me. The light changes green. They're sitting there jerking off. It's like okay, I'm. I'm if I had a gun, I'd be like brandishing it, threateningly all the time, like. And I, I, that's yeah, it is. That's just not not well, a good look. Yeah, that's a charge. Felony, felonies aren't a good look. So <laughs> I don't trust myself at this point to be patient enough to have a gun and be like, just keep it low key unless I need it. I guess I could see myself threatening people with it and shit, and it's just it's not good. I I need to get my patience far more in order than it is right now, and it's it's pretty good right now compared to how it was like a year ago, but. I got a long way to go, so I feel like I'm not quite ready to have a gun just yet. So uh, I'm not, I'm not really exploring that option, but I'm thinking about it because at this point in Detroit, everybody has one, and you kind of need one just because it's like just to to protect yourself. Like it's it's not like and I, a, and I hate that it's like that though because I think it just it it adds to the many stereotypes and shit that you know we happen that we have here in the city, but at the same time. I'd rather get caught with it than without it. Exactly. You know, so I'm I'm definitely considerate. Um, I'm I'm considering it at least first for the for the house for home protection. But I think sometime next year, I think I'm gonna consider it for like carrying and stuff. You I know. can get something for the home. That's that doesn't really bother me. But it's it's the whole concealed shit and having like a a handgun on me that I just know I'm I just know I'm not really ready for that yet. Well, I think you have to you you can't be the the person that you know. Like now, you know you, you you're out in the you're out in the park or something, and you know a guy you get into it with a guy, and at this point right now you can either have an argument, be an adult, and then just squash it and walk off, or you could be that guy to lift your shirt up like right. so you got be what trouble. the fuck you know what I'm saying you're right exactly so it's like. You know, I I don't want to be that person that you know incites something that's that can be squashed. You know, just because I have a gun. Exactly. You know, but yeah, I, I get the I get the reservation though. I, I totally I totally get that. But I definitely want to. I'm I'm pretty sure I want to carry. I um, do at some point, just not now. I feel like I'm not ready yet. I'd be that guy. I don't think I I don't even think I'd brandish it necessarily in an argument. I could just see myself. Brandishing it in like traffic shit. I don't know. I, I don't know why I, I, traffic shit. Because I feel like if somebody does some fool ass shit driving, and you pull a gun on them, they will never do that shit again for the rest of their life. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so I I'm like, I remember. I feel like that, that'd be kind of beneficial for everybody if I pull my gun on a stupid driver. But like, it's 
Everybody fucks up while they're driving. I fucked up before. And it doesn't necessarily make you a shitty driver. You just might have had a lapse at that moment. And I just know that I'm not... I'm not mentally ready right now. I, I, I've come a long way with my patience, but I still got a long way to go. I remember the story of a guy driving the freeway, and he ended up cutting off this guy. Wasn't on purpose, but shit happened. He cut off the guy. The guy was all yelling at him behind him and stuff. So he gets off on the exit, and the guy follows him off the exit. He stopped at the light. The guy gets out of his car and goes up to him and starts bamming on the window trying to pull him out. Well, he had a gun. Shot my man right in the fucking chest. Well, hey. Bro. <laughs> hey. Yeah. And that case, like, yeah. Why the fuck? If you break my window trying to come in my car, I'm going to shoot your ass. Exactly. If I got a gun. Exactly. Now, if I don't got a gun, I don't know what exactly I would do. I'm going to be forced to actually either try to drive off or, you know, defend myself. But if I had a gun... We're definitely. Chicks, by the way, I'm sorry. We're eating <laughs> These ladies, sour cream and cheddar, are fucking awesome. It's this, yeah. It's it's pretty good. But I'm I'm probably more inclined to shoot a guy who's um, breaking in my car while I'm in it, right. you know, versus trying to you know figure something else out. So I guess the thing is trying to figure out in what situation do you use the gun? Like, do you not fight at all and you just defend yourself with a gun, or do you just you know, I don't know. Yeah, as soon as I see if I if I'm driving and whatever happens and somebody walks starts to walk up on my car, already by the time they by the time they reach my window, I'm already gonna have it down with the gun pointing at them. And the problem is, think again. It could be that guy like, "Hey man, can I get a boost?" <laughs> and I'm gonna pull my gun out on him versus. <laughs> Well, something crazy would have to happen for me to do that. Like, it had to be, like, a situation where, like, the person's walking up on my car without good cause. And with that, it's like, okay, you have, you, you, you're in the right or whatever. Protect yourself, protect your family, whatever the case. But I just don't want to be there. I put on a guy, like, oh, man, I'm just trying to, you know, see what directions are or some shit like that. Right. <laughs> I have this Aaron Gobra cigar, B-R-A-G-H. Kind of got, kind of got dogged out a lot in our uh, cigar group that we're in on Facebook. It's not that bad, dog. I, I kind of like it. It's a. I've had a lot of cigars over the course of us recording the podcast, recording the podcast that I probably wouldn't get again. Like I like it. It's fine, but I wouldn't get it again. And I, I think I, I kind of put that one in that category. Really? Like, yeah, it's it's good, but it's like I, I don't. I don't look at it. I'm not smoking that thing like, oh, yeah, I got to get this again. But that Gurkha that was falling apart, I would, I would get that shit 10 times out of 10, man. That shit was really fucking good. So what happens when you keep getting them and they keep falling apart? Do you keep getting them more? I don't care. That was a good <laughs> cigar. That was such a good cigar. It can fall apart. I don't give a shit. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, that was a good cigar. So shout out to Chris for bringing that. Um, so we got a voicemail from Gardenau, as we always do, because she's a, a real fan of our show, unlike the rest of y'all. I gotta stop saying that, because I'm, sh- I'm shading everybody else like Gardenau is like the only You're person. You're shading who- all the 700 people who listen <laughs> to our last podcast. Right. And then, like, I'm shading, like, the people who are equally as devoted to our podcast, like Aisha and Tam, and everybody else who who does a lot for our podcast, so I don't want to do that. But, like, Sophia's and... Right, yeah. yeah. So, we got a lot of, we got a lot of very... 
serious supporter. So but I'll, none of them have left up voice messages, though. That's true. So, I mean, that's true. They, they but, haven't done that. Yeah, no shade to y'all who haven't left voice messages because y'all have been just as devoted in other avenues. But but it would be cool. Y'all, y'all probably get recognized more if you left a voice message. <laughs> just saying. Good point. Good point. Right. We might not dog y'all out as off, much, off the right. air. Right. But no. Uh, <laughs> but she left another voicemail as usual, and it was about. Um, I don't want to say my use of the word faggot because I don't use it like that. But honestly, in the last episode, I used it and I felt bad about it at the time. And I felt bad about it after the fact. And I kind of want to talk about that word because I don't... The word faggot is very, very... It's not just controversial, but there's there's a lot going on with that. And... For me, like we've talked about before, that word was a, a great way to emasculate a man. Like, if you, if you have a problem with a dude and you call him a faggot, he's he's going to get pissed off. And yeah, He's not happy about it. Yeah. I know, I would, I, it, it. Yeah. If I figure somebody called me a faggot, I'm thinking I'm less than a problem. Than like, right. you, yeah, you're not fucking around. Like, there's a problem if somebody calls you that. And it's, it's apropos in a lot of situations, but, like, I... I'm really trying to abandon use of the word because, like I said, it's, it's gay people have a lot of problem with the use of the word, and I got a lot of gay friends, and I respect a lot of gay people, and I really don't want to upset or offend anybody who's gay who who doesn't like that word. And I just wanted to be on the record as saying, like, I, I don't, I don't really approve of the use of it right now. It's like I, I used it last week. In reference to that song, and I didn't really care for it. Like if I, if I could, I probably would have gone back and edited out that portion. And I actually listened to it, and I thought like, before listening to it, I thought like, okay, I'm gonna try to edit this out. But it it, it fit in well with the topic, and then I talked about it afterwards, so I didn't really want to take it out. But I'm not a fan of using it at this point. But um, yeah. that word is. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting set of circumstances with using that word, and I, I don't like I don't like the word, but yeah, I don't like it. It serves a strong purpose I don't that we it. can't use anymore. I don't use it much, um, and I think more so, you know, as of lately, you know, especially the topics we've had and so forth, it just kind of you know solidified me not using it, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of it, you know. I you know I. You know, I, I know I don't know as many homosexual men or women or whatever the case and or whatever, and I don't feel the need to call them names or anything. So I'm like, you know, and if you that's that's what you feel is offensive to you, well, I'm just not going to use it then. Yeah, I don't I don't want to use it anymore either. It, it slips out every now and then. I feel bad about it because it's kind of like when you hear like to say like a white person use the word nigga and they're like. Oh, I'm not racist, you know, whatever. And and black people side eye side eye him. It's like okay, uh, yeah, you just said nigga. And I don't want that to happen to me. Like I don't want to like say the word fag and then have gay people like, oh yeah, he has a problem with you know has a problem with us or whatever. So I need to cut back. I don't want to say cut back on it because I don't use it that often. I don't use it all, but I'm definitely going to make an effort to not use it. Exactly. I'm going to make a conservative effort to not use it because I just I I know. Too many gay people who I respect, whose respect that I don't want to lose. So, now, don't if act- anybody was offended by me using it last week, I apologize. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm gonna cut back on that. But the the don't ask me to not use nigga. Yeah, no, nobody. I tried and it didn't work, so it's just well. The general rule is if 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 you're within that group of people, you can use the word. So (laughs) that's generally (laughs) how it works. So if you're black, you can use the word nigga. If you gay, you can use the word faggot. Uh, I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't know how gay people. That's interesting. How how do gay people feel? About other gay people using the word faggot, like you think people would be? I wonder if people would be mad if they'd be mad about that. That's interesting. I've never thought about. I don't that. know, but I, I, <laughs> I was in. Uh, I think it was a couple of years ago. I went to the Dream Cruise uh, with some of our. Uh, our I don't happen if a gay person was like, he's acting like a faggot. <laughs> yeah, if he said that, other gay people. Now that mean like, that. damn, he really is a faggot. Then if a gay guy called <laughs> you a faggot, but I was in, you know. Uh, uh, doing the dream cruise, and you know the dream cruise runs down Wilbur, and we were in a nine mile area, and my cousin, he, I forget the conversation, but he said something about fag, and it happened to be a person walking down, and he was like, "Watch it, watch yourself," and he was serious as hell. So I'm assuming, you know, either he was an advocate for it, or he was like, you know, gay or whatever. And he was cousin like, "Why the fuck they tripping?" I'm like, "No, just you know, first of all, this they hood." Right, yeah. there, like chill out, exactly. dude. You yeah, don't have to, you know. It's a word you don't have to use. Like you exactly, know, you use tons of other words, but you don't have to use faggot. You know, so I'm I'm down with not using it. Especially, well, I would. We can't I, sit here and ask cool. not to use the word nigga if we sit here dropping the faggot bomb. You know? Right, 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 right. And so I will. I think I'm always okay with dialogue about it. I'm not gonna sit here and you know. Well, I can't say the word in dialogue, but I would. I'm, I'm absolutely a proponent of discussing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in good this with discussion, yeah. saying the word faggot, I'm not. Because I don't I'm not, feel any yeah, way about I'm that. I'm not, you know, using it derogatory or exactly. Using it, you but know, saying somebody who's acting like a faggot, like I'm, I'm not. I don't feel good about that. I can, like, I, I can I think. I don't really want to. I don't want to do that. And like I said, it's it, it was a very clutch word to emasculate a man and make him feel away and and to get under his skin. But I, I can think. I don't want to. I can think of many other words to. To use for a person that's not, you know, you know, ass cut fuck boy or some shit or, <laughs> you know, some I'm pretty other. strong with my vocabulary. I can come up with something better than that. And that's the thing too. Yeah, it's like you know the, the English language or just the language in general is so vast. You don't have to use that word. You know, it's all other words you can use that you know. So, whatever. Yeah. So I just my point was that just like I, I don't. Which, I used it last week, and I, I after we recorded, I was mad drunk last week, and after we recorded it, when I woke up in the morning, I thought like I I didn't remember the episode, and honestly, I actually haven't, I still haven't listened to last week's episode, and but when I woke up that morning, I thought like I feel like I used the word faggot, and it was not a good look. Like I I, I felt like when I listened, when I skimmed through it, I felt like I wanted to like delete that out but it, it came with a conversation about it so I, I left it in but I'm not comfortable with using it and so I, I want to make sure that I, I don't use it anymore even though like I, I want to come up with another word to describe the kind of behavior that is associated with when I use it that's not actually calling uh exactly yes yeah. I'm with that yeah I'm with that that's cool so yeah so I just wanted to I just wanted to put that out there. Like, I, I'm not generally somebody who cares about offending people, but when it comes right down to it, I, 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 I can't sit here and complain about, say, like white people using the word nigga, and then, like, and then 
randomly just use faggot freely. So, so yeah. Uh, Garnell left a voicemail, and she wasn't, like, offended. Like, I can't believe you said faggot, but, like, she she left a voicemail about about the word, and it just kind of piggybacked on my, my feelings about me using it as a whole. So, I don't really want to use it at all. But we know how I feel about the people who I apply that word to. Uh, I'll come up with something else. So, um... Did you see... I would. I should say you did. You did see the video of Paul George's fucking injury. <laughs> Man, I, I didn't see it at first. All I just heard that he got injured, and I was like, "Damn!" Which is really fucked up that he got injured. You know, during the USA pickup games, and it's like has nothing to do with the NBA season. And now he's like done. Probably for the whole year, maybe even more. Because yeah, now the paces are fucked. Yeah, they're they're not going anywhere. That that break was so like it kind of reminded me of the uh, the kid from Connecticut. Was it Connecticut? Oh, you just know, Kevin uh, where? Kevin from, where? Uh, yeah. Louisville. Louisville. That's what I'm sorry, yeah, not yeah, Connecticut. Yeah. Louisville. It kind of reminded me when I saw it. Did you see the X-ray pic? X-ray. Yeah. For Paul George. Well, or for Kevin Ware. Kevin, oh uh, no, Paul George. Someone, no. I saw an X-ray pitch, and I'm, I'm assuming that that was a real pick. But I mean, it was like if you know the bone considered just you know one bone, it was like this. You know, <laughs> Either like this, like people can watch yeah, the podcast. Well, it was basically <laughs> the bone was broken, and it was like shifted, sitting on the other side of it. Like you know, it wasn't even connected anymore. Like break yeah. a stick in half and put it one right next to each other. Man. That's what that picture looked like, and that's all the video. I was just like, ooh. Yeah, I feel, man. I feel, I, I really feel for Paul George, man, because like I'm a, I'm a very cutthroat NBA fan. Like for me, the Pistons are everything to me. I have a Pistons tattoo, and the Pistons. My life revolve, revolves around the Pistons, but and in general, when it comes to that shit. I don't really give a fuck what happens to other people. If if somebody if somebody on the other team gets hurt and it can help the Pistons win, I don't care. But like when I see shit like that, man, I feel so bad, man. Yeah, it's like I, I hate that that happened to him, man. Like that's that's so I, ugly. I'm like the injury. I'm like you. I'm on. I'm really only a local fan when it comes to most all my sports, actually. So, but I no matter who would team you on, it's just. I feel bad that, you know, that happened because it's just, you know... Yeah, don't watch that shit if you got a weak stomach. Yeah, that shit looks it's really, terrible, It's really man. rough to look at, man. And, and I just wonder how that, you know, like, for instance, you know, remember when Jay, was it Jason Williams or Jay Williams? Yeah, dude for the Bulls that got in a motorcycle accident. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, you know, they yeah. you know they, they blame him for riding a motorcycle and all this stuff. I just wonder how did that play out with the USA games, it's just like, all right, shit happened. You know, there's no consequences, you know, because really it wasn't like he was playing basketball for anything related to the Pacers. So now the Pacers takes this huge L because their player was, you know, playing, you know, games other than, you know, on the Pacers, you know, or or the Pacers organization or whatever. So I always feel like, damn, that's just fucked up that, you know, now they're fucked because that was, you know, their better player. Yeah, it's, it's it's a tough situation for USA basketball because owners are going to look at it like, well, we got our guys out here who we're, who we're paying a substantial amount of money, 
and they're out here doing some shit that's basically on their own free time. And now you, you're the Pacers owner, and you're like, we've lost Paul George for the season. Like, I always do some recreational shit for the most part. Right, I always wonder, like, is there any insurance and shit clauses with that shit? Or? I don't know. But he's fucked. Yeah, man, this, it sucks, man. I hate seeing shit like that, man. That that's that's ugly, man. And he's out for the season, if not if not more. Yeah, it's gonna be a smooth year plus, dude. And they I just think. lost Lance Stevenson too, their other big time player. So like, basically, gonna be trash. I just feel like our division, our chances in the division has probably gotten better. Um, the Pistons, the Pistons are in good shape, but I mean, they the Pistons are still, Pistons are still the Pistons, and they need to do some shit. But exactly. I, I think I, I think they'd be good with the coaching and stuff. I think, but. I think we definitely have a better chance now. Now that Indiana is kind of starting over, it seems like almost. Yeah, Indiana's trash now. Like, there's no Indiana has no hope of anything happening for them at all. So they they got to just talk chalk up this season. So um, I've noticed lately we've had a lot of racially charged episodes. We've talked a lot about a lot of racial shit, and. I've I had a lot of feelings about Iggy Azalea, and um, for those who who may not who may listen to this who don't know who she is, she's like a white rapper. She's a, a white female rapper, and she's from Australia, and um, she has a thick Australian accent. And her rap song, her song "Fancy" is I, actually I don't know if it's number one right now, but it's been number one for it a very long time. It plays a lot. I think her actual new song is number one now. I think she went from number one with Fancy, and she's now number one uh, Black Widow. But um, I have pretty strong feelings about Iggy because, like, I liked Iggy a lot when I heard her, and then the more I learned about her. The more disturbed I was about her whole her whole deal, so she's from Australia. She has a thick Australian speaking accent, and when she raps, though, she sounds like she has a very thick New York accent. It's like real, real hood, and I feel like Iggy's very manufactured. She's been created to serve a purpose. And her purpose is to appeal to fans of, say, female rap, but give them like a like a white person to listen to who embodies everything that's black. That's kind of like okay, we're gonna take the things that are bad about not bad, but the the things about black rappers, but we're gonna put put them in like a white blonde. Green, I don't know what color eyes are, but like a white, blonde, green-eyed package. And I've, I've, I felt a way about that lately. Like I don't, I don't, I don't really care for what's going on. Yeah, I, I mean, I think well, one is always, you know, a, a, a lot harder for uh, female rap artists just to be successful. Period. It's very hard. Other than you know, obviously, you know. Uh, Little Kim, or at some point Eve was a successful rapper, Foxy. and you know Foxy, and then you know now um, <clears throat> Nicki Minaj, and especially for a, 
it, it with her is really interesting because she's not one to you know sell herself as Iggy? far as, no Iggy um, okay. sell herself as far as like a sex symbol like I don't see there's nothing like crazy sex symbol wise about her I mean she doesn't come off to me as like a she is now. I haven't seen nothing about her. I haven't seen a video about uh, any of her uh, newer video. Well, her thing is like she's like she's she's real pretty. She's good looking. She's blonde. She is like a. I don't know if her ass is fake or not. There's all kinds of talk about her ass being fake, but she's very curvaceous. She's she's got a nice ass, and like what it basically looks like is they took a blonde white girl from Australia and was like, hey, let's make a. A, a female rapper who appeals to everybody. So we're gonna have Ti write her lyrics, which give her a nice she, ass, which she denies. Right, but whatever. That's what people are saying. We're gonna give her a nice ass, and we're gonna give her a New York accent, and we're gonna basically give the public a black female rapper, but encompassed in a safe white blonde girl. Because you hear her talk and her talk, you know, you could tell that she was, you know, from, you know, She has a thick Australian accent. Well, not thick like now, but she has a, she has a, a thick Australian accent. She's white. She's blonde. And then nice when she hair. raps, it sounds like, you know. It sounds she, like Nicki Minaj. It gets like she, her rapping seemed like, you know, she'd meet you at a bar and drink pictures of beer with you and shit. Yeah. But she, you know, her talk is like. Totally opposite of you know, but I think you know I think the industry is you know push some artists like that for their voices to compete with. Like I, you know I think like I always think about Michelle A. and her her, her talking voice was like really kiddish, you know, real I don't know. It was totally different from her singing voice, right? You know, so it's like. I don't know if a certain, you know, I don't know if that was, you know, purposely done as far as sales thing, but, you know, obviously, you know, she did well for the time that, you know, she was singing, but obviously, you know, singing uh, R&B is so different than rapping and hip-hop and things of that nature. So, mm-hmm. I would love to see someone interview her and ask her about that. Maybe that is. Yeah, I feel like she, I'm, I'm certain it's happened, and I'm certain she's given very PC responses Answers. to it. Right, this is me. This but is all I, me. I just kind of wonder how she sleeps at night because if, <laughs> assuming her ass is fake, which I don't know, but we'll, let's assume her ass is fake, and assume the Ti writes her lyrics. How would you feel as a young blonde white woman who is given lyrics, is given ass, and says, "Hey." Rapping this thick New York accent, and we're gonna scoop up all this money, capitalizing on who people think you are. That's not who you are. Well, it, 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 I, yeah, I, I, I well, don't really care for it. Like I liked her when I thought she was authentic, and then when I realized she wasn't, I feel like she's just like. Okay, here's a perfect example. I went to see. I took Michael, my son, to see the latest Transformers movie today. And uh, spoiler alert: Who gives a shit? Um, they, the uh, no, I can't even say the Decepticons. They basically the the general idea 
is that they created... They actually built Transformers. They took the Decepticons from the previous movies and they used their their metal and they took the, you know, the science from it and they used it to actually be able to build Transformers. So they built a bunch of basically bad guys and they used them against the regular Transformers. And I kind of look at Iggy Azalea as like a human Transformer. Like, <laughs> she... Is not she? It's like they took pieces of, of other uh, not genres, but other people. Like they're like, to, let's take and put them to this. And yeah, and they let's take this. Let's take let's take this. Let's take this, and we're gonna build this person who we're gonna pass off as a rapper. And like, if I was her, I would kind of wonder, like, not wonder, but I, I, I don't know. I would feel bad about the fact that. I was basically being used as like a a tool to manipulate everybody into buying my music, and it's not who I am. I'm a white Australian woman, and they're selling me as like a a black. I don't want to say a black Australian woman because she doesn't rap any kind of. Accent. I mean, I don't know what Australian sounds like in rap, but she definitely doesn't sound like that. She's bad. She's basically, what it boils she's down definitely to is, Americanized. Well, yeah, basically what it boils down to is that she's white and she's being presented as a black person. Like a black female rapper. Well... And she she's not unique in any kind of way. She doesn't write... Apparently, she doesn't write her raps. Apparently, her ass is fake. And there's no apparently about this. Her voice is fake. Right. So she seems like a tool that's used to present rap to a mainstream audience who might say like, oh, I don't know if I want to listen to a black female rapper, but give me this blonde, blue-eyed, white rapper who gives me everything that I would get from a black rapper. Lyrics, ass, sexuality. And she's about as blue, white person as you, I mean, exterior-wise, you know, as they come. Yeah. to me, other than, you know, a parent boob job or ass job or whatever the case. Yeah, I, I, I just don't care for the fact that they, they I feel like she's been meant, she's been made, almost built to appeal to a certain crowd. Yeah, and it's weird because like with, with rap and hip hop and stuff, you can for instance for, I mean you're how do I put it? Rap is based on people with, you know, their own experience and things like that. So, you know, they're always telling their story or something like that. Whereas you have R&B, anybody can rap, I mean, write for an R&B person and no one gives a hell. You know what I'm saying? You can, gives you know, a hell? No one gives a hell. I've never heard of gives a hell. Oh. Did you just invent that just now? That no, no, I swear I've heard it before. Well, That's, I yeah. haven't, but we can say gives a hell. Gives a, That's interesting. Uh, I think it's almost, it's almost equivalent to gives a shit. Or, I don't know. I'm, I know my English is shitty, so... I'm I get it, but like, gives the hell? I've never heard that. <laughs> but yeah. I will use it. But, you know, you could... You, as an R&B person, you could you could sing any song that anybody's wrote, and no one gives... You know, gives a, a, gives a hell. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it's like you have this... This expectation for, like, authenticity and rap that you write your own stuff, and, you know, you... You know, that's what it's been. And then, you know, R&B, you can get anybody to write your song. And you sing a good song, and everybody's like, oh, man, he did, or he or she did great. 
even though they know that it's written by somebody else. So, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just highly upset that my general idea is that our culture as black people has been usurped by white people, and they say let's take whatever black folks think is cool and whatever they did. And we're going to take it, and we're going to make it white, and we're going to capitalize on it, we're going to make it our own, we're going to mainstream it, and they're going to sell it, and it's going to take off. Like, look at twerking. Like, twerking didn't take off until Miley Cyrus did it. Like, but twerking has been around in a black community forever. And then Miley Cyrus started twerking, and then, like, there was those videos of, like, those old... Golden girls looking white ladies that were like, hey, what is this? Twerking and and all of a sudden twerking took off as if it was something new once white folks found out about it. But twerking's been around in the black community forever. And that's kind of how I feel about Iggy Azalea. It's like we had, you know, black rap or whatever and black female rap and it was what it was. But then they took all of the ingredients of that, put it in a blonde white girl with an ass who theoretically they gave her that ass and like here it is white folks let's take this we can run with it and we can call it our own well that's kind of how we were talking about you know I think it was last week we were talking about <clears throat> certain things being taken over by you know other races like you know they did the Harlem Shake or something we're the most copied race man and it bothers me so much when I see like black folks doing shit that White folks do like the skateboard and shit, skinny jeans, the mohawks and shit like that. Cause I'm like, they copy us so much. We don't need to do what they do. Let them yeah. have that shit. Yeah, I get that too. I think that uh, you know, I guess devil advocate or something. It's like when when the Wayans brothers made the white chicks movie. You know, it wasn't like an outrage that you know. Black guys are impersonating white women and things like nature. It was just comedy or whatever. But then it's like, you know, when you have, like, for instance, I think, you know, Katy Perry has this video where, you know, she has this, a scene, you know, where she's dressed with, you know, her hair, you know, gelled on her forehead and ponytail with, you know, uh, black features and stuff. And then it becomes some kind of problem or whatever. So it's like, you know, we could. It seems like we can accept it when we do shit, but we can't accept it as nearly as much when, you know, and and, and I don't know, you know, <clears throat> Katy Perry's, you know, her idea behind the stuff, but, you know, I would I would like to hope there's not malice. But again, like I say, I, you know, I don't think it's been any <clears throat> like a. Opposite way, opposite white girls type of situation that didn't cause any drama. Like you know, three black, three white guys. Uh, say for instance, do you do you ever see Bats? No. Years ago. The uh, Hell Mary shit. No. Yeah. No, so say if it was three three white guys who impersonated themselves to dress, you know, like a you know ghetto chick. I guess I don't know the better term. <laughs> you know, but. Hair, hair all gelled up and long nails and shit like that. So I don't know. I I do agree with you as far as uh, Iggy though. I think she definitely has been. What's your term? Manufactured. Yes, manufactured is a perfect term for what I think she is. So 
But yeah, I I I can see that. But at the same time, I don't know. I think I think a lot of black fans or people who a media fan are interested. You know, they they probably would you know think the latter that or think opposite that she is fucking with everybody. But mm. did you catch the? Uh... Did you catch Onyx becoming relevant all of a sudden? I hope they're not relevant because of the shit. It was really just Fragile Star acting the ass, wanting to be, you know, fucking trick trick and shit. <laughs> but the interview was, I mean, the thing is, you go to the Breakfast Club, you know that you're going to ask some fucked up question about your past, no matter what. And You know Charlamagne don't care. He doesn't care. I just, he... he you know he's gonna meet the wrong person, and Fredro was almost the wrong person. And but it seemed like Fredro Star was like really touchy when it came to Brandy, though. Yeah, like she broke that nigga heart or something, dog. I was just like his tone changed, especially the first the first time was right during the interview. You know when he said something, Charlamagne said something to him, and he was just you know nah nah that's not the case of a block kind of brush it off. But then the second time, you know. He took off his glasses. He talking cash shit. I'm like, what the fuck? He gonna whoop his ass, though. To give an idea, uh, Onyx, for uh, a lot of y'all who might not know, Onyx was real hot in the 90s when Gangster Rap was hot. And uh, Onyx is comprised of Fredro Star and Sticky Fingers. And Fredro has been... He's done a lot of movies and TV shows. He was on Moesha. He was on... Um, uh, the Wire. He's been in movies, and he pretty much plays the same guy, scary nigga. I think that is his actual title in movies. It's like they we need scary nigga. Who are we gonna get? Fragile Star. And uh, basically, what happened was apparently there was a World Star interview where he was on Moesha and he Moesha, and he mentioned that I guess he mentioned that Brandy gave some bomb ass head. I don't know. And Charlemagne of the Breakfast Club mentioned that shit on the show. He says I'm out. Fredro getting his dick sucked by uh, Brandy. He was heated and too. He, yeah, he was upset about that being mentioned. And it was a very, very tragic interview. And what I was well, not tragic because it was great. It no, it doesn't rival. It doesn't rival the Ray J shit, but it was really good. Yeah, yeah, because with Ray J, it wasn't. Ray J wasn't against anybody. He took all the questions, even when Charlamagne is unrivaled. I mean, it's like yeah, between that. Well, I said between that. That is definitely the god of inner interviews. Absolutely. But have you? I've been listening to these Aaron Hall interviews, and man, I have. I never thought that that was he coming from Ray J's crown in him though. It was. It just you know, he was just wow. It was like you know he was. I, from what I gather, it was it was it seemed like Vlad TV Vlad TV was doing an interview with Bishop Don and Aaron Hall just had to be there. But then Aaron Hall's story just came out leaps and bounds better than anything Don Juan ever said. Can you tell tell everybody who Aaron Hall is because Aaron Hall is the, people who might not know who Aaron Hall is the single from the group Guy, and he had his own single. Which was uh, I Miss You, which became a... pretty. Big, it's a pretty big hit. Yeah, a hit, you know, like crazy or whatever, so... Apparently all he's known for now is, like, uh, fucking people. 
<laughs> but then he's a dog whisperer. You ever seen the dog whisperer show? I ha- I, he does, I've seen the show. I haven't seen Aaron Hall on it. Yeah, he has a, he has this ten minute uh, YouTube where you know he done went out to people's houses and he's teaching them how to you know kind of kind of about the same what season Milan do you know so wait so he was on the dog whisperer or are you saying he's like he's dog like I'm sorry shit? he's like the dog whisperer. oh okay okay okay. Yeah, but his whole interviews was about uh, women he's fucked and how great he is, how big his dick is. Like it was, it was crazy. It was like some old male Whitney Houston type shit. That's fucked up. Yeah, th- those interviews were legendary. That shit was like on par with Ray J shit. It wasn't Ray J shit, but it was on par with it. Yeah, it was on par. I don't think he had much of a... No, nobody's seen Ray J. Ray J owns interviews. Um, But yeah, back to the Onyx shit, man. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Fredro is... is, He's too old. So, I think he... I heard in one of his interviews, he said he was like in his 40s. You can't be in your 40s acting like that, man. He He was in his 40s acting like... Acting like a fucking teenager and shit. And he went off on, on Charlemagne over some shit that he said. Because in a Breakfast Club interview that I watched, they played the clip back where he talked about Brandy giving some good head or something like that. So he got mad at Charlemagne for mentioning the shit, but he said it. And he was mad the whole interview. Because that shit happened at the beginning. And Fredro was pissed the whole interview and just was like going off on Charlemagne. That shit was crazy, but it's interesting to see Onyx being relevant right now because their new album is kind of dope. Coincidentally. Yes. Yeah, it's actually kind of good. I might have to check it out, uh, stream it or something. I'm not downloading it, though. It's on. It's on I, I posted a link on SoundCloud. That's the whole album? Yep. Oh, shit. For free. So, yeah, um. So we got anything else we need to talk about? Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> we talked about uh, cigars. We talked about Iggy. I don't know. Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, shit, I'm having like a brain for it right now and shit. Yeah, man, I mean, shit, I don't know. We can wrap it up for all I care. They be like, wait a minute, it's under an hour. What the fuck? I kind of feel like the earth would shake for us having an under hour podcast. <laughs> right. We get so many complaints about how long the shit is and having I mean, one that's under an hour. But it's, it's like, like, you know, we we'll have, it's like, you, you know, we even we don't have shit to talk about, we always make it go. But it's like, these subjects, you know, um, it's been, you know, this week it's been pretty tame. Yeah, I have like, I had shit that I wanted to talk about that I don't, I'm not really comfortable talking about now. And then I had other shit that it was like, well, I don't really know. I I, I kind of want to have other people here for it. So it's like just me and you, I don't really want to touch on it right now. There's some shit I want to get like a female perspective on. and Right. So it's like I, I have other we have other things, but I'm kind of mm, kind of touchy about it. So 
Um, I feel like next week we should have maybe possibly some female guests. I don't think next week. Maybe the week after. Oh. <laughs> maybe All right. week after. I think in the next month, though, we should be able to get our lady guest on and um, kick the bullshit. I know next week won't work, but it figure out at some point. I mean, I'm just thrilled that, you know, we're get to the point where we're getting tons of, you know, listens and, average, you know, people are really pushing our our, our podcast because, you know, when it kept getting, it got to 600, I was just like, shit. Like, damn, hopefully it's, it's either we're doing something good or the hits are coming from all of our tags and shit. But I'm just going to go on the fact that we're doing something great, so fuck that shit. Yeah, let's just work under that assumption. I'm okay with that. That we're somehow entertaining. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> people, are, people are interested somehow. Right, right. Y'all love our fucking show. So, yeah, that's cool. I, I, I like that. So, we got football on deck. Football started today. Yeah. Eli, so uh, Eli he fumbled uh, on the first drive. Fuck him. Yep, and we Stress. played them on the first week. Lions tickets went on sale earlier Did you this get week. No, I didn't. They were kind of pricey. Yeah, I saw you were saying it was like forty five for like for roof seats, like the stairway to Jesus fucking yeah. seats or something. Yeah, it was like forty five for like being in like a whole nother universe. So, well, what's crazy to me is that, and, and that's the only thing I, I, you know, I don't criticize Alliance too much as far as you know personnel stuff or business stuff, but they raised ticket price last year. And I'm like, you have We're no... We're still among the lowest, though. You, but you still have no fucking right to raise ticket prices. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not the fans' fault that you rated so low in the end of the season that we end up getting higher picks. But it's like, shit, we ain't made the playoffs. You know, so it's like, how do you justify these prices and stuff? But, I mean... I think it's just to keep on par with everybody else, honestly. That that could be. I guess I go with that. I don't know. I'm still wanting to go. I want to go to a game. I I really want to do uh, some tailgating. Um, that's and, that's gonna happen this season. Well, my idea for tailgate is just you know bring the truck downtown, park like Eastern Market or somewhere. Everybody else is tailgating, right? And then have a TV on the bed and just watch. Because most people that tailgate, they leave after the game come on because they got to watch the game somewhere. Right. I want to bring the game to us. Like, have a truck down there, have, like, the, the TV on the bed, have a TV, I mean, uh, um, some kind of cover over it. Right. So it, you know, can't get hit by any weather or whatever. And watch it there. At least, you know, you have to pay the tickets, you know, high-ass beers and fucking stadiums and that shit. So I want to, I want, I'm really considering making the date for. Uh, I guess the other game season because the first I can say this so um, I think it's a double header Monday Night Football so like we played the line I mean we played the Giants and then it's another game I think we played Giants seven thirty yes and then there's a another game that's going on right after right. that so definitely happy about you know football season although it just it. The fall is coming, which means Poe's winter is right behind the corner and shit. <laughs> so I'm That's not. Ass motherfucker. I'm so not thrilled about fucking winter, especially if it's the last one we had. 
We've had a very cold summer. I wouldn't even call it summer. We had like four or five good days, and the rest and of it was like very spring, autumn type right. shit. And the day I had to stand out, you know, DJ at a party in a yard, it just it was hot as fuck today. Of yeah. all the fucking days, so. I don't know. We'll see. So, yeah, I guess we can wrap this one up, man. We didn't have much to talk about this weekend. We can wrap this one up and uh, welcome input for next week and see how it goes. That's cool. I'm with that. So, thanks for listening as always. And uh, Extra super big shout out. Again, shout out for last week's episode, man. That shit was crazy. Last week, we got mad numbers. And we're definitely happy that, you know, everybody been listening and spreading the words and shit. So, you know, we definitely be back next Monday. Um Probably with more topics. I'm we are fully unprepared. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> we, you know, we've had many of of our uh, podcasts like shooting the shit, and it actually worked out. So I'm not too 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 trip too tripping on that. But you know, I think next week we'll definitely have. Hopefully, it's a better week. A lot of our topics just based on the media. Just what's what the fuck's going on in the week. But this week has been pretty tame, as far as I can recall. Yeah, I mean, anything that was that Stephen A. Smith shit, and like we talked about that last week, and I, I'm not. I'm kind of done with that. I don't want to talk about it no more. It just frustrates me. I don't want to talk about that shit. So, I made it a point to not mention it. So, yeah, man, that, that, we need something. We need something new next week because I'm, I'm tired of Stephen A. Smith shit. Well, I'm definitely over Stephen A. Smith talk, and I'm probably. Well, I'm definitely. It's funny because there was there's been no more news, no more news as far as Detroit water stuff. Um, all I do recall is that. Um, the emergency manager gave uh, Duggan over the, the rights to oversee it. Now it's not like a held by the, the Duggan state. is our mayor. By Duggan, the way. I'm sorry, yeah, he's our mayor. So it's not held by the emergency manager now. You know, but now it's like he's giving him a clusterfuck to deal with. So now it's you know, oh thanks, you know, I get to take over this now. So all right, <clears throat> whatever. So, anyways. We'll uh, see y'all motherfuckers next week. (laughs) Right. Peace out.